Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Steady Focused. I'm your host, I'm your number one, Mr. Simeon Hendricks. And today's episode, we're in Iowa Park, Texas. We're at the junior high and we've got a lot of creatives here. I'm really excited about this. So here we go, let's get straight into it. little bit about me uh, I want to give a little bit of context so you guys can understand where I'm coming from whoa man I'm pumped up I'm excited my adrenaline's rolling um, okay guys so I'm a creative professional creative um, I actually graduated from Iowa Park I'm from California grew up in a kind of an abusive home right there was a lot of hardships in the house it was it was really intense hard times and when I was about seven years old we moved to New Mexico and things got more intense and harder. And when I was talking with Ms. Roberts, when I was first um, getting my notes ready for this class, I, I thought I was gonna be talking to a high school class. So I, I wrote up a bunch of like uh, detailed steps and all this, and then she was like, no, it's junior high. And that was a, that was a huge moment in my life, right? That was, that was when I was living in New Mexico, and, and it was intense, right? It was very hard, and that was right before I had the opportunity to come to Iowa Park and that's when things got a lot better for me and for my family. And so really what I wanted to, to talk with you guys about is uh, you guys are all destined for greatness, right? You gotta know that. You gotta own that and believe it. Because uh, we, we have these struggles, these, these inner demons that will mess with us and tell us uh, we're not good enough or my stuff doesn't compare to his or hers, or, um, you know, we're, we're, we'll sometimes we'll beat ourselves down internally, and then sometimes uh, people on the outside will beat us down as well. And that doesn't change, right? You guys are in junior high now. That, that, those issues are gonna, are gonna stay with you until you're 80, 90 years old, you know, and, and you gotta just believe it and fight back against it, right? So, so that is my mission. That, that is where, I, where I'm screaming from the top of the mountaintops. You guys are destined for greatness and you gotta fight for it. You gotta go for it and you gotta believe in yourselves. So, Iowa Park, I graduated from Iowa Park. I did two years at Midwestern State University. I thought I was gonna be a coach, right? Um, I played high school football, powerlifting, all this. It was awesome. I'm glad I got to experience what high school, Texas high school football was all about because it, it's amazing, it's the best, right? Um, graduated did two years and then I started getting involved with rock and roll and I realized that was my passion was performing getting in front of people and going hard so two years into the university I had to decide what am I going to do am I going to go all in with school or am I going to go all in with rock and roll because they were both kind of suffering so what did I do I chose rock and roll right so my 20s were all about hard rock metal hardcore music and we toured the country all over the country for about 10 years and that was my focus that was my dedication i was not only i was the front man i was the singer in the band i was the manager in the band but along the way i was doing the the t-shirts for the band i was doing the the graphics i was running the website so i was getting involved in all this multimedia stuff and you know other bands were seeing what i was doing they say hey man do the t-shirts for us do uh, help with our um, website help with all of our visuals so you know i was doing that at, at the same time that I was working the band. So 10 years into it, the band kind of came to an end. And then I had to make another choice, you know, like 
what am I going to do now? So I decided I want to get really serious about making a living in the creative field and making a, making a living. So um, I started doing freelance work. And I started hustling, just, just going hard with it. I would just make up clients. You know, like uh, if, I, if I couldn't get anybody to buy my services, I would say, okay, well, let me pretend there's a company that's coming to me for a T-shirt, business card, um, website, you know, and I'll just make it for them. So I would make up a company, you know, whatever, Jim's Tire Supply, and I would nail out all the stuff for him, and then I would post it, hey, look at what I just did, and just keep repeating it, repeating it, repeating it. And then it caught on, right? And then people are seeing it, and they're like, wow, okay, do work for me, do work for me. And it's snowballing, right? And just keep going, keep hustling, keep going, keep going. Uh, then Jackie Hager, she runs Hager Communications. It's a big advertising agency in Wichita Falls. Now it is. Uh, she reached out to me and said, hey, Simeon, why don't you come work for me? So I said, okay, cool. I was the first creative hire that Jackie had, and I stayed with them for five and a half years. Jackie and I are still very close. We're, we're, you know, we work a lot together. Um, and now Hager Communications is a national contender advertising agency, clients all across the country. And, um, and I still work with Jackie, but after about five and a half years, and I guess now there's about 11 employees, something like this. So I got in on the ground floor with that, worked hard with Jackie, working hard, working hard. Uh, and about halfway, halfway through all of that, then Jackie's saying, uh, she, I, was, I was also working documentaries. I was just making documentaries on my own because I was into storytelling, right, with the camera. So uh, Jackie said, hey, why don't you come and start shooting video for us? I was like, oh, I don't know about that. Well, let's do it. So then I jumped in. Fast forward, now I've done hundreds and hundreds of shoots. I have failed and failed and failed and failed, right? And you guys want to say, man, what's one of the keys to success? Fail. Fail hard, fail often, wake up and fail again. Because every time we fail, man, it stinks. It's a hard lesson. But when we fail, that's when we learn the most, right? So key to success, keep showing up, keep failing, show up, fail, show up, fail, learn from it, analyze what did I do wrong, how could I have done it better, and get jump back on it. Because there's a lot of people that get intimidated, they get afraid, they get scared, they get knocked down, and then they say, I quit. I don't, I don't want to handle the feeling of the rejection, but if just take it, own it, and keep grinding, keep going, 95% of the people quit. And that's fine, you know, because it's like, okay, live your life, do what you want. But if you've got that passion burning in your stomach that says, I got to do this, you got to fail. You got to fail and you got to keep going. So five and a half years, I was working with Jackie. And then towards the end of it, I said, Jackie, I got to go. I, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I got to, there's something else out there for me. So uh, I put in my resignation. I was going to go freelance 100% on my own, grow my own company. Then the hospital's hiring. They reached out for me. So now... Uh, I got on the marketing team at the hospital. So I work at United Regional. I do photography, videography. I run the website, social media, all this stuff for them. I've been there for about 10 months. It's awesome. On the side, I've been going hard with Steady Focused. That's my show. So it's all about reach your obstacles, overcome. I mean, reach your goals, overcome obstacles, and become the best version of yourself possible. And so we're, I'm, I'm talking it. I'm preaching it. You know, I bring in heavy hitters who are very successful people whether they're photographers, entrepreneurs, um, you know, tattoo artists, whatever, people who are dedicated to a craft and putting in the work for years and years and years. And then we talk about how did you do it? 
what did you do when you got to that hard part? What was your hardest mistake? You know, your biggest failure? How'd you overcome it? So this is what I'm passionate about, guys. That's what I do. And uh, yeah, and then I still shoot all the time. All the time I'm shooting, all the time I'm failing, and I'm learning, you know, all the time. So that, that's, that's kind of me in a nutshell. Um, I could just keep going, but I, I really want to answer questions specific that you guys have. Like I said, I've shot a lot, hundreds of shoots. I've talked to a lot of super successful people. I've sat at tables while multi-million dollar deals are closed. They've asked my opinion. I've given my thoughts. So I've been around. I've also hung out in, in the, the poorest of the poor situations and been happy. You know, so I've been there. I've been blessed and I've struggled a lot and I'm thankful for where I am and we're, we're going. So let's hit it up with some questions. What you guys got? Hit me. What is your favorite part of what you do? Favorite part of what I do. Okay, well, where, where I'm coming from when you hear that, when you, when you ask me that, I think about steady focused and the putting it out there, elevating people. So for me, when you say that, um, it's people sending in letters that saying, Simeon, what you're saying is affecting me. You, you help me today to keep going because uh, you have no idea how much I needed to hear what you just said. And then to me, that says, man, I just got to keep going. Um, with the camera, the best, best feeling um, after the shoot's over and we're looking at the, the footage, and then maybe if, if we're doing photography and it's that one shot that I'm just like, oh my gosh. You know, like I just want to pause the whole world and just stare at that. Like, okay, I can quit right now. This is the, the best shot. I love this. So that, that's a good feeling. Um, Another great feeling is after I have had a failure, I messed up, to come back for the rematch and I nail it. That's, that's pretty awesome. What else we got? Where we at? Let's take one from the guys. What we got, my man? Who's your favorite person to shoot with? Favorite person to shoot with, okay. So I'm gonna say to shoot with. That, that to me is talking about that I collaborated with. So I would say it's, uh, it's gotta be Matt Hamilton. He works at Hager Communications right now. He is a, a, a video master. He spent about five or six years in Austin before he came back to Wichita Falls. And now he's there at Hager Communications with his brother, Scott. Powerhouse, dude, this guy's amazing. And uh, he really helped me push myself. One of the big things that, that he taught me was the, the power of organization keeping our files organized, keeping the equipment organized, being prepared, going into it, doing the pregame, and then uh, just his calmness when we're out on a shoot. Because you guys can see, like I started today, my adrenaline gets going. When I'm pumped, like my heart races. That's just what it does. That's just me. But he was just really, really calm. Um, I would say like some of my biggest interviews that I've done that, that were really, really awesome. Um, you know, just world-renowned photographers. You know, that was that was pretty awesome. Um, interviewing my son. You know, he's seven right now. Talking with him, shooting a video with him. That was that was pretty amazing. I sh he and I shot a video when he was, I guess, six, five maybe, and I was showing it to him in the car when I was driving him to school a few days ago, and he was crying, and he was like, "Dad, this is so amazing." So. Stuff like that. Yeah, what do we got? Right here. Uh, who is your biggest inspiration? Biggest inspiration, great question. 
<sighs> well, I'm going to say uh, my biggest inspiration right now, um, if, I'm, if I'm talking about I, as far as shows that are coming out, because I, I, I'm, I'm big into photography and video and shooting, but like where I see myself going ultimately is kind of being this, like it's, it's about the show and the presentation. So the Joe Rogan show, I think this guy's awesome. There's a man, Tim Ferriss, he's amazing, uh, kind of doing the same thing of what I'm doing. I, I really like them a lot. Um, yeah, I, I would kind of go to them. Um, I really, really like what they're doing. Yeah, where we at? Right here, my man. Uh, what is the biggest project you have worked on? Biggest project, okay. Um, well, so what we say, biggest. Um, when you say that, I'm thinking like money-wise, length-wise. We went to New Mexico a while back and we shot for three days at a big uh, manufacturing company. And so it was our job to show up shoot everything of the process of building this house so it's from the very beginning of here's a piece of metal and we're going to create the frame for this all the way up to the walls the floor putting it in the insulation that was about three days so that was pretty awesome they flew us out there brought the cameras um we got to eat some good food yeah so that was a pretty big project um Working with the, I don't know if you guys remember the Nighthawks when they were going, when they first started up, we did a lot of work with the Nighthawks. So we did some documentary work with them. That was pretty cool. I loved that. Yeah. What we got? Do you do like all your, like your top shows? Like, mm -hmm. do you stay like in which or not part or do you yeah. travel? Um, yeah, some of the episodes are far away, you know, or a lot of them are here, you know. So if I can sit down with the person, I will. And right now I'm based in Wichita Falls, so a lot of the interviews I've been doing are right here, you know, talking with them. But if I can't grab them and, and talk to them in person, we'll, you know, do a phone interview or Skype or something like this. And yeah, you know, interview people who are in New York and I'm here in Texas and, you know, yeah, so for sure. What do you think the most important part of the Most important part of my job well, okay, so I think the most important part, like if we're talking about video and photography, like taking on a project, I think the most important part is understanding the scope of the project. So if you come to me and say, hey, I want you to photograph my new clothing line or this, these new uh, tables, right, for, for instance, it's extremely important that I understand what you want from me before I just start going crazy, you know? Um, so I think that's very important to have that, and this was kind of part of the notes that I had, uh, that I had taken originally, but guys, this is a huge step. So when, when you're coming into a project to identify and understand the scope of the project, understand the client's expectations, what do they want from you? And that could be Ms. Roberts, you know, she's saying, okay, guys, we got to put together a video of uh, the upcoming pep rally, right? So you go out there and you shoot all this stuff and you're like, hey, I loved it. She's like, that's great, but I wanted pictures of people's faces and you shot the gym floor the whole time. So you're like, you can do the same thing, but miss the mark. So really taking notes in that first conversation, in that first meeting, that's crucial. So, and then delivering. But I think the, the most important is listening and understanding what is needed 
before I do anything. What do we got? Let's get one from the dudes. Yes. Who inspired you to do what you're doing now? Who inspired me to do what I'm doing? Um, yeah, uh, well, um, I, I think the, the, the passionate speaking, probably my father, you know, um, he's a super intense guy and he's a very uh, intelligent man. And he, he kind of brought us up on, uh, on a lot of psychology, you know, a lot of, uh, we talked a lot about the Bible and God and all this, but then he would also relate it back into, uh, yeah, just human psychology and how the brain works and weaknesses of man and all of this. So I think that's a big part. Um, if we're just talking about like shooting the camera, um, who are some people? Well, really, the, the people that I've interviewed, you know, there's a guy, Peter Hurley. He's one of the headshot. Uh, if you, a headshot is like, you know, you guys probably know us, but if you take a picture, it's just, you know, this part of a person, then they, they use it for um, profiles, right? He's, he's the best in the world. Talking with him was amazing. Um, there's a guy named uh, Sandro, and I interviewed him, and he's just, like, incredible with his photographs. He recreates. One of the things he has done is recreate old masterpiece photography like some of the best photos of all time then he would recreate those with a, a very famous individual those are amazing um, there's a guy Clay Cook he's a photographer also interviewed him and he's a fashion photographer and just the way he uses lights to uh, to tell the story yeah he's one of my heroes too yeah How long does it take to edit a video? Okay, and that's good because you want to have a ballpark idea when you go to the client and they say, hey, I need you to make this video about my new table setup. I need you to shoot it, edit it. It's important to kind of have a ballpark idea of time because whenever you give them the price, you kind of got to know how much time you're going to put into it so you can get that out of it. But really it depends. Um, let's say, a 30 second commercial, I'm, it, it really, really depends on how, how many cuts, right? So every time you make a cut in the video, it just adds time. And then the more layers you put into it, uh, the layering music, layering sound effects, layering, um, you know, coloring, all that. So it's, as much as you want to get crazy, I mean, we could right now shoot a 30 second spot on our iPhone and not really edit it and it could take five minutes or you know, 30 minutes, we could probably have something cool and ship out. But we could also spend three days, you know, depending on how, like, again, how many cuts, how many interviews you want. So the time is gonna depend on the scope of the project and how involved it is. How many camera angles are we doing? How many microphones are we doing? What's the lighting setup? All that is gonna determine how long it's gonna take to edit, how much are you gonna pay the editor or if you're editing the project, how much you're going to pay yourself when you, when you give the budget to the client. Cool. What else we got? Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Ah, okay. Who pushed me when I wanted to give up? Um, myself, you know, for sure. Um, I, you know, and then I do get lost. Who pushes me when I want to give up? Um, I, I think it's a great thing to surround yourself as much as you can with positive people, people who are moving in the same general direction as you. You know, you might have a, someone who you look up to, maybe you want to do paint cars and they want to be, 
uh, I don't know, they want to be a, a, a chef, right? So you guys are different worlds of your dreaming, but you're both passionately trying to be successful. So I think as much as possible, surround yourself with those people and just vibe off of them, you know? So it does happen, we will all get down, you know, but then to what it helps, you know, like reaching out to these super successful people that I do interview. I mean, I wanna give inspiration to other people, but it's for myself too. Cause I wanna hear from them like, okay, what did you do when you felt like giving up? And time and time and time and time again, the key to success is just keep showing up and I want to be my best, so I just got to keep going, but believe it, I mean, I get low, you know, I will get into the point of like, I'm lost, I don't even know what to do. I was just writing the other day, I mean, this was a week ago, maybe, and I was just feeling like, man, I'm lost, I don't know what to do, you know? For me, one way that gets me back on track, and it's different for everyone, so I think it's important to understand yourself, try different things, but for me, what helps get me back on track is writing. Right, and then I can just basically puke it out of my brain, journal out, you know, like what's going on, what am I doing, just talk to myself, like I feel, I feel bad, why do you feel bad? Uh, I feel like I'm lost, well, why are you lost? You know, and just go back and forth. And that really helps me get back on track. And uh, what, I, what I came to at the end of my writings was, I already had been given answers on what to do that I wasn't taking care of. You know, I was like, dude, three pages ago, you, you said you were lost. Did you do this one thing? No, I didn't. Get back there and do that one thing. Get back on track, listen to ourselves. The answers are within, 100%. I mean, we can get inspiration from other people and we, you know, they can motivate us, but the answers, the direction on what to do is within us. I don't know if that answered it, but that's what felt right. Story has moved me the most. Whose story has moved me the most? Um, the, the first thing that comes to my mind is my brother. You know, like he and I grew up together, and I know the intense hardships that he went through when we were younger. So as sometimes I can look at my life a little bit differently and look at him and the struggles that he went through, and it's like, man, you know, uh, he did it. You know, he's still going, and that, that kind of pushes me. But the stories of people who who were the underdog and just kept going and kept going and and they're going up and they're killing it I love people who keep showing up Elon Musk right he's the guy who runs Tesla he was one of the founders of PayPal um, I love his story genius hard worker sleeps at his plants you know he's one of the richest dudes around but still he keeps showing up and he sleeps at his plant because there's issues going on with the cars and he wants to be there to fix it that pumps me up. What we got? What, let's get one from the dudes. What we got? Yeah. So where did your sense of like self-motivation come from? Have you always had it or did it? Man, it came from being at the lowest point in my life. I mean, it came from, I've been there. I've been in the dark. I've lived in the dark. I've seen the darkest of the dark. I understand the dark, you know, like I've seen abuse. I've, I've lived it. I've seen it. And that I can under, I can relate with somebody who's been there, you know, and it comes from keep going, you know, keep going. It, it, it came from God. It's come from the universe to say, you're destined for greatness. Like, like I said from the beginning, everyone in this room is destined for greatness. And it's up to us to, to grab it, to reach out and grab it. Because we could both be sitting there and be like, man, I'm just going to sit here 
like, all right, dude, well, I'm going to take that step. And then this guy might be talking trash to me like, man, whatever, you're not getting anywhere. Next thing you know, I'm 50 steps forward and that dude's still sitting there, right? It's like, just keep showing up, keep going. Man, um, what motivation, seeing friends who have gone through horrible things and, and just putting it out there because some people don't, don't know that they're worth so much. And for whatever reason, God, the universe gave this to me that where I can say it and I can tell people you, you are worth something. You've got what it takes. And it's my mission in life to open my mouth, get out of my way, don't question it and let it come through. That's my mission in life. I have to do this. Otherwise, I'm going to be depressed, laying in a bed, hating myself because I'm not being obedient to what's being laid on my heart. I don't know. It could be different for you. You might be the guy who comes up with the fastest car in the world. I don't know. That's your thing. You got to follow it. My thing is to stand in front of you guys and open my heart and be honest. Tomorrow, I'll keep doing the next thing. Keep doing the next thing. So, and then again, listening to other people who are successful, trying to surround myself with people who are going for it. You know, I, I fill my mind with, with books, audio books. Maybe you guys don't like to read. It's 2018, we can all listen to books on our, on our phones, right? I'm sure everyone here has a phone or a computer. Fill your mind with just positivity, positivity. Listen to the stories of those, every single person who's a success in life, 100% has failed over and over and over. What we got? You. you. I'll, I'll come back to you. Okay, good question. How many takes does it take to film an interview? Okay, well, like uh, when I do Steady Focused, we just do a long interview and it's like 40 minutes sometimes. And, I, and it's just one take. We're just talking and just let it go. And I really try not to do any cuts and just let it be whatever it is. When we're doing a, a 30 second commercial, you know, if, if we have a script and I hand it to you and I'm like, you got to say these exact words, that could take a while because even though it's a simple line, once you turn the lights on, you get the camera, you get a microphone in your face, it can get crazy, right? People feel weird and we got to pull the best out of our subject. Otherwise, it doesn't feel genuine. So sometimes that can take 10. Sometimes it's right off the bat, someone nails it. It could take 10, 20 takes. I'm like, okay, let's try it again. Let's try it again. Okay, let's try it again. So I think it depends on the project. It depends on the person that you're interviewing. Some people are naturals in front of the camera. Some people aren't. Yeah. What we got? All right. Who is the coolest person you've ever interviewed? Hmm, coolest person. Let's see, if I'm talking to him and I'm like, man, you're cool. Well, I think every person I've interviewed pretty much I've had a big respect for. Um, and I thought they had a very interesting story. Let me see, who would just be like, man, you are, you are cool. Um, I, I, just as far as the interview, I think they've all been cool. The, let me just kind of move, shift and pivot on that. I think some of the, the times when I got most starstruck, right, was when I was in the band and we were touring hard and then, you know, we put ourselves in a position where we were touring with big bands. So, um, yes, just 
talking to some of those front men that I really respected and I really looked up to, um, I, I could say some band names, but you guys probably wouldn't know them, but I don't know. There's a guy, uh, Elias, he was the front man of a band called Nonpoint. He was a huge hero of mine. And I remember talking with him, got me kind of uh, like, wow. So as far as the interviews with Steady Focused, I think they're all really cool and they all have extreme value and I respect them all. Otherwise, I wouldn't waste my time talking to them. Yeah? Yes? What inspired you to make Focused? What inspired me was, uh, okay, so yeah, I got a divorce. I was going, again, it was like, coming from the hard times, right? The, the hard times is what will, if we'll just work through it and stay, stay with it, greatness is going to be coming. So I got, I had a divorce. I went through, you know, some of the most intense times of my life. Maybe not the most intense, but it was horrible. I had a seven-year-old son. Well, at the time, I guess he was five. How are we going to deal with this? I was dealing with the pain of him not being with me. Of course, I love him. He didn't choose for his parents to be divorced. I was going through all this. I was going crazy and uh, just writing, writing, praying, sitting quiet. What do I do? Wanting to be a better person, you know, and then it just was like steady focused, man. That, that's going to be your mindset. That, and that, that has just become my, my mantra, my, my lifestyle, like steady focused. You know, it just keeps coming back to it and it's evolving, it's growing, and it's, it was my lifeline. It was my life vest when I was floating out in the middle of the ocean. And I grabbed it. I believe in it. And I'm going with it. So that's what it is. And it's going to continue to evolve. And I'm just trying to stay out of my own way and, and let this come out as it needs to come. So, yeah. My oh, man. Uh, what is your favorite type of picture? Favorite type of picture? Okay, man. I, I love shooting with lights, bringing lights in because um, and I will tell you, you guys, maybe you're shooting with um, cameras, you know, you're into photography, you're shooting. The majority of people, vast majority of people are afraid of lights. And they're, you can get amazing pictures with just natural lighting, right? Or just the lights that, it, that are in this room. But if, if you would, if I, if you, if we will just take that little bit of extra time and say, okay, what's going to happen if maybe I turn those lights off over there? And we just have a little bit of light coming on our subject from maybe right here. We only have one light on. And pay attention to the way the shadows are coming on them. Dude, it goes through the roof. Because the majority of people are afraid of lights to, to be a photographer and use them. There's still a bunch of people who are. But if you, if you take, this is everyone who's a photographer. And then you say, who's a photographer that actually use lights? It's like this. So... I would say one of the quickest ways to make your stuff stand out from everyone else, bring in an external light, play around with it, see what it looks. I love, love, love going out into like when the sun is starting to set. So you got crazy colors in the sky, purples, blues, oranges, like just super vivid. And then bringing a light outside, lighting the subject. It's, it's amazing. It's just this crazy thing. We're about to shoot, uh, I got, there's several, bands in town I'm about to do some more photography for them so just kind of keep watching my my Facebook or whatever you're, you're gonna see what's about to roll out if you look on my Facebook Simeon Hendrix I, my header photo it's got some photos I did like that it's just incredible and then and just keep going with it and just play with it like okay why well, this gave me this like this look what if I 
take this light and I make, put a red bulb in here and I shine it? Or what if I make this green, this bulb, and shoot on them? Go into your, your bathroom, turn all the lights off, get a flashlight, and look at what happens if you shoot the light just on one side of their face. Look at what happens if you put it, the light behind their head and all this. I mean, just experiment with lighting. The majority of people are too afraid and too lazy to do it. And if you do it, instantly you're going to jump 50, 75% of the stack of people. And I love it. So that's, that's what I think. What we got? My man. What steps have you taken to be where you are now? What steps have I taken to be where I am now? Um, well, um, I've failed a lot, like I said, failing, failing, failing. Um, dude, um, just keep going, putting in the work, showing up, failing. Um, I, I mean, those are the main things. And then just keep going and just keep going. And a lot of late nights, staying up late, um, you know, doing things when everyone else is like, oh, I'm not going to do that. I'm just show up showing up is the number one thing just freaking show up like let's even equate it to like lifting weights right you just walk in the room to the gym you're like man i don't feel so strong today just pick something up just do something and it and it and it, and it stacks and it stacks like i was talking about like you you and your your friend are sitting here and you're like man i i want to do something with my life and this guy's like yeah i do too this guy's like man i don't know what to do but i'm just going to take a step I'm just going to take a step. And that guy's like, you're stupid, dude. And it's like, okay, man, I don't know what I'm doing. He's like, man, you don't know what you're doing. You're stupid. And you just keep doing it. And the next thing you know, you know, you're 20 years down the road and that guy's still there laughing at you, talking trash. And you're like, man, I still got a long way to go, but I'm feeling pretty good. You know, like I'm, I'm stacking it. I'm stacking it. And just keep showing up. Keep showing up. Keep failing. Don't give up. You're going to get low you are going to get low. Try to put, fill your mind with positivity, whether that's from a book, maybe it's an inspiration, maybe it's a coach, maybe it's a teacher, maybe it's your brother, somebody who has a positive message that will encourage you. Try to be that for somebody else when you can. Sometimes we can't always pull people up. Sometimes people are just stuck in a negative world and they'll try and pull us down, you know, and we got to walk that line of trying to be a, a help to them Versus like, man, I got to step away from this for a minute because this is just, I don't want to just sit here. I want to go. So I took a lot of steps, a lot of baby steps. I fell over. I cried. I, you know, had a lot of horrible things happen. How are we doing on time? What we got? We got another question? Where we got? My man, uh, Wesley. Like, uh, interviews or photo shoots? Today, I like interviews. Um, that's, that, that's where it is, man. That, I think my number one passion is interviewing and then pushing it out. And then, you know, just, and then people grabbing a hold of it and, and it helping them, you know, changing their lives and giving them inspiration to keep going, to reach their dreams. That, I, that, that's my biggest goal in life. I don't think I'm going to be the best photographer in the world, but I think I can do with my voice and my passion things that a lot of other people can't or won't. I think this is my gift. Like if I just break it down, like really what is my gift from God? Talking, I think is, is a big part of it. Um, but 
I love photography. I, I do enjoy it, and it is a lot of fun. And I am looking forward to these photographs that we're going to shoot pretty soon. There's a guy in town, James Cook. I don't know if you guys know him, but he's pretty awesome. We're going to shoot some photos with him. And I'm looking forward to pushing it hard with him. And I'm going to make an episode about it, you know. And then I'm going to teach what did I do during this, how did I fail, and all this. So, yeah. Uh, and my man right here, uh, you can... Um, let me let me just is there internet in here or let me see if I can connect I, w I just want to look well hit me up afterwards there's I did an episode where I walked through behind the scenes on how I did the those that sunset shoot and I can send you that so anyway I think I can't remember what episode it was but yeah did that answer the question all right we got anything else okay any other thoughts yes mm-hmm well, when I was a kid, I did not realize I, it wasn't even a thing to like believe in myself. It was like, it was survival mode when I was a kid. I, my brother was a, the drawer, you know, he drew a lot and I always thought, man, he's the artist. He's, this, that's his thing. So I didn't, I didn't believe in myself. I didn't believe I could do things like that. Um, and then, you know, I grew up and then I realized like, man, I am into this, you know, like I am an artist. I do draw a lot. That's not like my, my main passion, but I do sketch and draw, you know, quite a bit. So, um, but then I just realized it was like, no, I can do this. You know, I can do this. So my parents grew up, they evolved a lot, thankfully. And now that they're older, they can really push a lot of wisdom into me from their mistakes, you know, and, uh, but no, it was like growing up, we were the, the family that was like, don't talk to those guys, stay away from them. You know, like we came into class and the teacher was like, gosh, you're in my class this year. Oh my gosh. It was like, we were the bottom. It was like, oh my gosh. Um, we were written off. It was like, and then, you know, I got a new stepfather. We came to Iowa Park and then things changed, you know, and it was it just changed. So, yeah. What we got? Anybody got it? I know we got a lot of papers. How much time we got, Ms. Roberts? Ten minutes. Okay. So, yeah, hit me, guys. I know you guys got a lot of questions. Um, what we can talk about. Um, yeah, I think one thing that's hugely important uh, is, is very important. Let's say when you're starting out on a project, let, let me just say this real quick. And uh, I don't know if that was for me, but let me just say it. Or if you're just stretching your arm, I don't know. But um, so you're, you're given a project from your your client, whoever it is, maybe it's your teacher, it's your mom, it's the, uh, whoever it is, someone gives you this project. I think one thing that's a crucial step that I learned while being at the agency, there's my man, Andrew Bell. He's one of the best graphic artists in the world. I learned underneath him. He's a great guy. And gather your inspiration right at the beginning of a project. I think that's huge. And a lot of people skip it, you know, so it's like, like, whatever you guys hire me and say hey I want to shoot some awesome photographs in a laundromat let's do some crazy lighting you know let, let's go hard let, let's do something mind-blowing I could just say okay let's go and go for it and and we could come up with something really cool but I could also gain a lot of value from okay cool let me go ahead and get on the internet let's research a lot of stuff let me open up some photography books let's let's find out what they did find some really cool images 
and then deconstruct them, right? It's like, man, this is the coolest photo I've ever seen. This is something big right here. Deconstruct it, because it's not magic. When you see the photos that I've done, when you see, I don't know, how many, how many in, raise your hand, are, are into photography? You guys like shooting with camera? That's okay if you're not, I get it. Some of us are writers, some of us, okay, what, are, do we have any people who are into video more? Is that, is that right, okay. Maybe you're into writing or you're into, like I said, mechanics or you're into whatever it is. Like whatever your thing is, you're going to, you know, look to your heroes, look to who the ones that are really killing it. And what they're doing, it's not magic. There's a, there's a science to how they got to where they're at. So deconstruct it, break it down. Like, what is this guy doing? How is this photograph so awesome? Well, let's take a look at it. The lighting's coming from here. There's coming here. They've got all this makeup on. They're probably... Uh, they're set up in a laundromat or oh, what's the backdrop look like? Oh, well, they're in front of a bunch of wood. So take notes, deconstruct the inspiration and then kind of recreate it. So that's important, guys. It's not magic. It's not. All right. Hit it. No, hit me. I want to hear it. What is it? Yeah. Why? Well, it, it, it was the right it was the right fit you know like I was saying Jackie picked me up and I was doing the freelance work working it doing a lot of that it started out in the graphic design and then I was telling the stories with documentaries like we went to Cleveland we went to um, Georgia you know I was just telling stories of other creatives telling their stories and I just loved it it just it pulled me in so I just had to go with it I think that's important guys if you're like follow your passion where it's going and, and just keep showing up. Like, I don't understand why I'm heading this way, but just keep going, keep following it. And yeah. Ms. Roberts, do you have any, is there kind of anything that, that you wanted me? About, you know, yearbook wise or video wise, like how mm -hmm. they can tell the stories of our students and faculty maybe on mm -hmm. a more personal level. Yeah. yeah, okay. So let's, okay, let's break that down. So she tells us we need to shoot a video project right and we want it personal so um, we, we want to do interviews right you can do that maybe you go out into um, you know a, a day in the life of a student you know follow them around to kind of see what they're going through um, yeah I, I think again starting out with brainstorming doing a brain dump break into small groups dump it out like well I think we could do this I think we could do this come up with as many ideas as you can and then whittle it down. I think something like that would be a good idea. Um, again, inspiration, like reach out, like look online, like what are some cool videos you really like? And then deconstruct those and put them out. Um, who, like what, what's the best yearbooks in the country? Like, oh my gosh, if we could do something like this, go for it. Like, and, then, and then specifically, what do we love about that? Well, I like the way the font is in the book, okay. I love the way they have they laid out the images in the book. Okay, cool. I like the way these images are more close up. These ones are further back. You know, things like that. So find the inspiration and deconstruct it. For sure. What about just some photography tips, like when they're mm -hmm. like shooting at a volleyball game? Okay. Versus you know like getting a classroom shot. You know? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what I would do is uh, I would. So she's asking, what do you do a, a tip when shooting sports? versus shooting in a classroom. I think when you're shooting a photograph, the more layers you can put into it is makes it an interesting shot. 
So if I'm going to shoot my man right here, instead of just me kind of right here shooting it, I think it would add a little bit more interest if I kind of came right here and shot something like this. So I've got something in the foreground kind of capturing this, and then I'm going to hit you, and then we've got even further stuff back there. Play a lot with that. I'd play around with the... Are, are you guys kind of to the point where you, have you guys talked about shutter speed, aperture, ISO? We're not, okay. Um, yeah, I mean, though, there's, without getting too deep into it, um, in photography and video, there's three settings that you put together to create an image, right? You got the shutter speed, which is going to control how much motion you have in the image. Then you've got um, the, ISO, the ISO, it's going to control like how much noise like sometimes you'll take a picture and it, there's a lot of noise in it right it looks really gritty You're like oh man I didn't like that that that's the ISO um, and then there's yeah shutter speed and then the aperture is like how much in focus is in the image so I would play around with that like if you're shooting sports you could play with it where you have a long shutter speed so like maybe if it's a volleyball player they're shooting and you could play with it so there's kind of light behind her so you see her whole movement coming up that might be fun. Do something like that. Bring lights into it. I would experiment a lot with lights. If you could interview anyone okay, famous in the world like tomorrow, like you could go interview, mm -hmm. who would you choose? Who would I, if I could If you could go tomorrow anywhere in the world, who would you go interview or? Wow. wow. Okay. Yeah. That, um, really, I'm probably Elon Musk, like I'm saying. And, um, Show of hands, does anybody know who Elon Musk is in this room? Okay, there you go. Yeah, do you guys know what PayPal is? Have you guys ever heard of that? It's an online payment system. So again, he was the one that created it, and he was one of the guys who has uh, been a big push into like electric cars, electric vehicles. He's a genius, like crazy genius. I would love to sit down and talk with him. Um, yeah, there's a guy named Gary Vaynerchuk. Uh, he, I'm a, he's, a, he's a big hero of mine. I'd love to talk with him. Um, what do you want to say? Who are, who are some, uh, Conor McGregor, I don't know, you got any fight fans in the house, right? Uh, UFC, Conor McGregor, yeah, I'd love to interview with him. I mean, just people who have a great story, um, yeah, I would, I would do it. Yeah, my man. When did you start your job? When did I start my job? Well, I could say, uh, when did I start? Man, I, I, I think about oh, I got serious about being a creative when I was like 19. And that was 18, 19. That's when I started with the band. And that's when I really started putting in my mind that I was an artist and, and going with there. So I would say 19. I'm 38 right now. So about 20 years. Yeah. Thank you. We're good? All right, cool. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you.